0: Oh, this morning, I want to talk about filling mom's tank. You know, I read a book several years ago. I went back and picked it up again this week, The Five Lug Languages by Gary Smalley. Man, it's a great book. about We have these different languages that we love one another out of. And one of the concepts of the book is just basically our tanks. You know, are they full or are they empty or whatever? So I was just thinking about, we need to fill mom's tank. And, of course, this day is set aside, and we do a pretty good job and you know, regrettably, it took a long time. I, I did the math on it. It was 143 years ago is when Mother's Day was officially recognized, and it became a part of the American DNA, who we are as a nation. And, uh, and yet, uh, you know, I know moms are, are grateful, but, you know, we didn't tell them every day. And the church said, I mean, I just like, hey, mom, you know, I got your card. Hey, mom, I didn't, you know, hey, mom, why don't you fix me breakfast, and I'll tell you I love you. But anyway, but, uh, you know, we want to appreciate them a little more. I was thinking about questions that, that kids, uh, sometimes the way they respond. And there was a question asked. This is, uh, asked a little girl. says, I want to know, what type of mom do you have? She says, well, I guess she's pretty bossy. And okay, well, that's pretty good. The other one says, well, why did your mom marry your dad? The little boy responded, said, you know, says that my grandma says that she didn't have her thinking cap on that day when she married my mom. <laughs> and then the last one was... Uh, What would it take to make your mom perfect? A little girl says, my mom is already perfect on the inside. Says, but on the outside, I think it might take a little plastic surgery. Yeah, that little kid didn't get any presents for birthday, did they? But but we're going to talk about moms today. And we could talk about Hannah, the great mom, and Mary, the mother of Jesus. And I've done some of those over the last couple decades. But I was just thinking about our fuel gauge. Now, I want to do a survey with you. How You're in church, so I don't want you to lie. How many of you have ever run out of gas? I want you to stand up. I'm standing, okay? How many of you have ever run out of gas before? I want you to stand up. Okay, yeah, just look around all of us. Yeah, okay. Now, the next, no, hold, I'm not through with you. Now, you that are standing up, how many of you have run out of gas more than once? Raise your right hand. Yeah, look at these people. Don't ride with them. Now, if you've run out of gas multiple times, raise both hands. Yeah, okay. All right, y'all can be seated. All right, you're, you're like, man, what, what a great group. You know, This people. You know, you know, the E, you know, you know that E on your gauge? How many of you think the E stands for enough? You see... I only ran out of gas probably once and really should have done it multiple times. One day, this is how f- the favor of God was on my life one time. I was riding down the interstate. Matter of fact, it was that same cursed vehicle that I hated, that rabbit. But I was riding down the interstate and it ran out of gas only to appear I was heading to Ann Street. I made it down the exit and all the way I coasted it to the gas station. Is that good or what? Yeah. <laughs> And other times, we probably hadn't been so lucky, right? But my wife, she's so good. You know, I think it's about half a tank. She wants to go get fuel. And a quarter of a tank, oh, my goodness, you have to go. But not me, baby. I had this car one time. She talked to me all the time. Fuel level is low. Fuel, I mean, Rachel will tell you, she remembers that car. She heard it often. And I, I just think the ease for enough. But, but I'm learning that's bad for your engine. I'm trying to do better. But this whole thing, fill in your tank. So we know that we need to... So some of you go, what's the application today? Go get gas this afternoon, okay? Some of you that, some of you are like, I can't believe he's talking about that. Man, we just coasted here on fumes and a prayer this morning. So that could be an application. But my bigger application is, are you filling mom's tank? Are you putting the things into mom's life that's making her fuller, more joyful, more grateful? Because, you know, that's what we want to do. Let's think about some self-evaluation because... When we get empty, I want you to write these down. This is just bonus. When you and I get empty spiritually, emotionally, physically, I wrote down some things that happens. We get crabby. Do I have a witness? We get impatient. We get short with others. We tend to have a lack of compassion for the hurting. We get extremely cynical. And we get critical. And you could just fill in and you get, blank i mean when we don't have our tank full it's just you like sometimes you, you know what the best thing you can do you can take a vacation you're like man i like that sometimes the best thing to do is when you're getting really tired and you're getting really depleted you just need to you just need to break from the routine you need to go on vacation it, it just brings health I love the summer. I'm looking forward to summer and summer break. A, a week off, you know, I have pastor friends and they take off a lot of the summer and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. But I just look forward, there's this one blessed week that we take every year that we go to the beach. And I tell you, all I do is eat and hang out in the sun and read and hang out with my family and hang out in the Gulf. It is amazing. You're like, boring. And I'm thinking, awesome, replenish. And so you're like, man, I want to go with you. No, you can't go on that trip. Okay, so a lot of your moms today, and a lot of us have stressed out our moms you know i've told you i lost my mom when i was nine years old she was my best friend at that point point. and i have a stepmom she's been in my life a lot of years matter of fact she's in the hospital you can pray for my stepmom if you want to her name's helen and uh she's got a, she's 85 years old don and i and hannah were with her yesterday had a nice visit and she's you know having some health problems and so we're asking for god's touch but that mind man it's sharp and it's there and i was just thinking in Scripture, I want you to turn to Ephesians, the third chapter. The Apostle Paul, he, he, gives, he gives a section of Scripture, and there's one of these verses, it's like, well, actually, the third chapter of Ephesians is one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. But if you look at chapter 3, verse 19, it basically says something like, I pray you will be filled with the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And that's what we need to pray for our moms. God, fill my mom up with overflowing capacity. And you move on down a few more verses and it begins to talk about, God, fill her with the unlimited resources of your love and your spirit and your power. God, my mom needs a filling. How many of you believe today that your mom needs a filling? Yeah, and part of that is how we fill her with our love and our gratitude and our expression and her, her love tank, her emotional tank. In other ways, we just pray, God, but you can do that which I can't do. Would you fill my mom today? with your holy spirit would you fill my mom with power from on high one day the scripture says how much more god will give the spirit to those that ask him moms ask god for a feeling today kids ask god to fill your mom the very top of your outline it says 77 percent of americans they feel burned out I hear that all the time oh, i'm burned out oh, i'm burned out hey, you might be you know you just need a break Maybe you just need to rest. Maybe you not need to do anything that day or that weekend. I, I don't know. But a lot of people, oh, I'm just burned out. I'm burned out. Now, if you're 21 and you're going, I'm burned out. Man, it's going to be a tough life, isn't it, people? You're a man, I'm 15. I'm stressed out and I'm burned out. Okay, I know. It's going to be tough. You're saying, man, I'm 90 and I'm burned out. Well, you know, when you're getting 90, man, your body might be kind of, you know, struggling a little bit, but you don't have to be burned out. I, I, I tell you one guy, my, my friend St. John, 90 years old, right there on the back row love that man you know true story i cannot make up stuff this good i'm standing here at our picnic last week after our sports outreach sunday and i went over to saint john i said saint john what are you gonna do when you leave here here's what he said oh wait a minute what do you think he said somebody i like, said i bet he said he's gonna take a nap after he listened to you preach and had a hot dogs and stuff nope here's what he said i'm going to cut grass preacher i said what and i thought well jesus please don't let him have a push more he goes no i gotta ride more and he's got a big yard. He goes, I'm going to go cut, and I'm going to cut, and I'm going to cut some more. And when I get tired, I'm going to go in the house, and I'll do it again. He says, i got plenty of time. I thought, that's awesome. 90 years old and out cutting this grass. And everybody's like, man, I'm feeling kind of shameful. I'm putting my head under the thing, man. This man is my hero. Love you, St. John. Good deal. All right, so number one, fill it in. Moms need just appreciation. We all need appreciation, but today's about moms, and we want to celebrate her life. So moms need appreciation and you know, she needs to receive it from us, her kids and her friends and, and uh, you know, stuff. We, we just need to express that to her today. Mom, I appreciate you in this manner. I mean, be specific. Just, hey, Mom, preacher said, appreciate you. Mom, what are we having for dinner? Mom, appreciate you. Mom, you d- hey, Mom, did you get my clothes fixed? Mom, did you get it ironed? Hey, oh, Mom, my clothes are dirty. I right, wear them dirty, son. Get up, go to school, you know, whatever. No, we just, you know, we always want to be tough on them. In Proverbs 31, I'm going to really get there toward the end. But if you look at Proverbs 31 and just the very tail end of it, turn over to Proverbs. We turn from Ephesians 3, now we're at Proverbs. And it basically says, her children arise and they call her blessed. And her husband also praises her he thinks a lot of her and many women do noble things noble but you surpass them all charm is deceptive but beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised honor her for all that her hands have done man we know our moms have done a lot and let her works bring her praise at the city gate at the city gate that's where the elders and the mayor and the representatives and the leaders that's where they all met and that's where like commerce and all this business happened he says at that place praise that woman so the principle is real quick just appreciate your mom just say god i'm so grateful for her i want to validate her i don't you know today i mean you have to really be slow not to validate not to affirm not to appreciate your mom today it's mother's day i mean you know it's a it's a and you know, It's a Hallmark moment. It's a card moment. It's flower moment. It's a gift moment. It's a be nice to mom. Be nice to the dog today. I don't know, but you know, our Heavenly Father, our Father loves to be appreciated. How many of you believe God loves to be appreciated and valid and worshiped and honored above all things? And he's our chief source. And yet, I think mean, God says, but I want you to appreciate that woman in your life, that woman that gave your life. And So listen to Psalm 68.3. Just write it down. 68.3. Over in the English version, it says it this way. The righteous are glad and they rejoice in his presence. They are happy and they shout for joy. See, the psalmists all through the psalms, they knew to praise the Lord. They knew to lift him on high. They knew to be grateful for his goodness in our lives. And I just think, God, we have to show appreciation. But women, moms, I want to tell you something. We need to show appreciation. Listen, moms, y'all need to receive appreciation. See, some moms have a hard time receiving and some people, man, you, you do something good, and you're like, ah, oh, no, no, I didn't do that. Well, you did it. God did it through you, but you did it. So, moms, today, in other days when people express gratefulness, just receive it and go, I, I want to encourage my mom. I and then the key here is that we fill it in. We just pray for them. Matter of fact, this is how I decided today that I wanted to do Mother's Day a little different. So, I want everybody here. I want all the moms to stand up right now in the house. I want all the moms to stand up. Okay, don't ask them if I'm a mom, your mom, all the moms, stand up. And what I want y'all to do, I want us to go up to these women right now and I want us to pray over them. Let's just stop the service and let's just pray for these women standing. Let's pray for them to be godly moms and good moms and righteous moms. Hey, it's called a spontaneous body life. So come on, people, just move in. If it's your mom, that'd really be good if you were your mom. Don't walk off and go, hey, mom, go pray for somebody else. No, pray for your mom. And then maybe your kids aren't here, so don't let any woman be standing by herself right now. That's the whole concept. Just praise God for this woman that is a mom that's standing next to you. Yeah, you, look at that. Men are huddling up. They get it. Okay, huddle up. Pray. Don't look at me. Pray for one another. Just go, oh, Lord, thank you for this woman. Let's just do that for just a moment. That's right. Just continue to pray. Lord, we are grateful for these women that are receiving prayer right now in these little cluster groups, these huddles all over the living room. God, they're fearfully and wonderfully made. And we acknowledge them and their presence and their gifts in our life. Lord, strengthen them today. Give them joy. Give them blessing. Beyond words. Fill their cup today, God. Fill them with your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to stay in prayer. I want you to keep your heads bowed. I want to read three scriptures over all the moms. Just women, receive this into your spirit. Isaiah, the 54th chapter, the 10th verse. For the mountains may move and the hills may disappear, but even then my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you deuteronomy says for the lord your god is a merciful god he will not abandon you or destroy you or forget the solemn covenant he made with your ancestors mom i'll just say to you the lord has not forgotten you and Romans says no despite all these things overwhelming victory is ours through christ who loved us father love on these moms that stand in our midst and let them receive it today and may their cups overflow to their Father in heaven that gives all good gifts. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. How about that, man? That woke some people up. Like, man, I like, oh, oh, somebody gave somebody an embrace. That's like, I should have said, hey, hey, hug that person. That's awesome. Okay. Look at y'all, man. You went over and found your moms. That's Teenagers you are to be commended. That is like tremendous. Awesome. Taking notes, man. Go over and love your mom. Okay. Number two, moms need help with worry. Do I have any moms that I'm talking to today that struggle with being a worry wart? You're like, man, you're having us raise our hands too much. No, you don't have to worry about it. Okay, but some of us or some of you just worry a lot. It's just kind of, you say that's who I am. But, you know, Scripture's full of prescriptions and and ways to overcome our worry. And I'm just asking today that when we do self-talk a lot of times, that's worry. But when we do God talk, that's called prayer. It's not a uh, monologue, but it's a dialogue. We talk to our Father We call him Abba, we call him God, we call him Daddy. He's our Father. We talk to him and the Lord talks back to us as we listen and have ears to hear when we're in Christ Jesus. I just pray this morning that some moms here today could begin to overcome worry in their life and they would turn worries into prayer. Do you know, it's it's really a simple thing. When you worry, you focus on something. And I would say this morning, an application is turn your worries into prayer. It just starts with this. Whatever you're worried about, go, dear God, help me with this. Dear Father, I trust you to die. or whatever. Just fill it in. Just begin to talk to Him more and more. And pray over your kids. Let them pray for you. Lord, we, we want to get rid of this anxious spirit. The, the fourth chapter of Philippians, a passage that all churches, win. We, we say it all the time, but it's just so powerful, It's the fourth chapter, verses 6 through 8. And the Apostle Paul says, Do not be anxious about anything. He's saying, moms, don't be anxious. He's also talking to dads and all people. But moms, don't be anxious. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests. Present your prayers to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, that's my prayer today. Father, guard the heart of these moms. Guard their minds from the attacks of the enemy. Moms, I'm just curious, have y'all been attacked this week by the enemy that he's tried to get you to think less of yourself? Sure, he does it all the time. He's really good at it. He masquerades as an angel of light. Now, I say today, validate. You're validated. You're affirmed. You're celebrated, women. You're awesome. God, thank you for the women in this place, for these moms. In John 14, 1, he says it this way, Do not be troubled. You trust in God. Now trust in me. So it's a matter of trust, and you're like, well, that's kind of a simple truth, but, man, it's an eternal truth, and God wants us to trust him. Psalm 62, 8, listen to the psalmist. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. The psalmist said one time, said, he's an ever-present help in times of trouble, so pour out your heart to God. He's your help. Where does my help come? My help comes from heaven. My help comes from above. There is not help in this land. There is not help in the White House. There's not help in the mayor's office. There's not help in wherever. There is help in the Lord God Almighty. Amen, church? That's where we get our help. That's where we come out of depression. That's where we come out of oppression. That's where we come out of breaking addictions. That's where we come out of breaking chains. In the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, set moms on fire. Somebody already this morning, they, they know I love pro-life. They said, man, I'm so glad my mom was pro-life. I said, I'm so glad my mom was pro-life. My mom, I was born in 1959. Don't do the math. A long time ago. And my mom's appendix ruptured six weeks before I was to be born. And they had to take me. and put me in a little incubator. Oh, I lost her when I was nine. I wish my mom could see her big, healthy boy today mom i grew up i got kind of big mom but man she struggled to give this boy life so you know what even though she's been dead for a lot of years i know a lot of you have lost your moms recently a lot of you have your moms living tell you what, you got your mom living you just need to celebrate and you need to worship god and you just need to go kiss your mama right now no don't kiss her right now but just be thankful for fill it in love mom attentively be attentive to her there's nothing like kids being attentive to the needs of their mom, studying her, paying attention to her. Mom, what do you like? Mom, what do you want? Mom, what do you desire? Mom always asking you to do anything for me. Mom, I want to learn how to be more selfless because you're not so selfish, Mom. Thank you. The third thing, moms need patience. Moms, you had kids. I mean, my goodness, didn't you already learn that? I mean, man, loving, loving your mom, loving patiently. Mothers have Incredible jobs. A lot of times I hear this, well, I, I don't have a job. I'm just a mom. Well, Excuse me? The, I'm convinced the most hard, demanding, all, everything on the line job is being a mom and the dad said. I mean, man, man, I'll tell you what. You're like, I go to work and I bring home the bacon. Well, whatever, dude. Tell you what, you sit home and you change diapers and puke and screaming and crying and loving and little kisses and snuggles and there's all that good. You know, God knew what he was doing. But I tell you what, you know, I know I used to travel a lot and sometimes when I'd come back from trips, Donna would meet me with a great hug and a kiss and she'd go, here. (laughs) And she loves our girls. Love that woman. Incredible mom. And they love her. And our oldest now is emulating like her mom, and I'm so grateful for that experience. But I remember, man, you moms get tired, don't you, mom? Like, yeah, man, and patience. I mean, kids will try you, and oh, my goodness, we'll try and, You know, I just think about how I've tried my mom, and I can't believe that I lived to tell you all about it. Never will forget when I was little, my mom, my real mom, I don't know what woman was thinking, but... Uh, we had a apple tree in the backyard. They would call it punishment today or corporal punishment or maybe abuse. But they weren't abuse. She loved me. She told me one day, she goes, Keith, I want you to go out and I want you to get, get a switch so I can tend to you and whip you. I come back in the house with a switch about that long. I said, here, Mom, I want to give this switch to you so you can tend to me. She said, what is that? And then I never will forget this. I, I've always regretted this. I remember the day, she said, I'm a, see, I got a lot of whipping, so I got a lot of story. She said, I'm going to whip you. I said, no, you're not, woman. I said, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to climb that tree. And I climbed the tree and sat for two and a half hours. What I didn't know was she called my dad. Dad came home. My dad drove in the driveway. He looked in the tree. Son. Yes, son. I jumped out of that tree. I came down and he he shared the love of God with me and i you know i didn't have very long with my mom but i never back talked to her again and when she told me i was gonna whip you with a fly swatter or whatever it was i went and got it and handed it to her I Said, please don't tell daddy let's just deal with it right now because <laughs> let me tell you a secret i've never told she didn't whip me as hard as my daddy okay anyway here we go so you're like yeah what's he talking about man it's crazy well i understand yeah, i've been whipped okay Got a little story from James Dobson. I love this about the 80-year-old woman on her birthday. Listen to this. It says, to all my children, I suppose my upcoming birthday started my thoughts. But this is a good time to tell you that I truly want, or what I truly want are the things that I can never get enough of. Yet they are free. I want the intangibles. I would like for you to come and sit with me and for you to be relaxed. We can talk or we can be silent. I would just like for us to be together. I need your patience when I don't hear what you say the first time. I know how tiresome it is to always be repeating, but sometimes I must ask you to repeat. I need your patience when I think too much about the past with my slowness and my set ways. I want you to be tolerant with the years, what the years have done to me physically. Please be understanding about my personal care habits. I spill things and I lose things. I get unduly excited when I try to figure out my bank statements. I can't remember what time to take my medication or if I took it already. I take too many naps. Sometimes sleep helps me to pass the day. Well, there you have it. Time and patience and understanding. Those are the priceless gifts that I want. And finally, in this letter, the Apostle Paul writes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So one thing about it, if you've got aging parents, some of these things are going to become, begin to come true. They just want us. I've already had somebody come to me today, one of the precious members of our church, and his mom and dad. His dad's in real poor health, and his mom's not the best of health and she told him this today or last night she says i'm a grateful mom i have kids that love me tremendously and they're there for me just at the phone call they're there they come see me they check on me every day i went wow and the mom expressed her gratitude but today we're trying to express our gratitude back to our mom so all through the psalms we see these um, concepts we see be patient be loving with one another so today, I promise you, somebody's going to get tried, man. Your, your mom's going to do something to irritate you, but I promise you, how many times have you irritated your mom and everybody said, amen? I mean, you know, man, it's just, it's just life. It's just relationships. So write it in there. Love mom graciously. Mom, I'm going to love you with the grace of Christ. I'm going to love you with a love that I don't have within myself, but with the love of the Father. Mom, the sobering truth is how you and Dad, how you reflect love is how I see my Father in heaven. So, mom, I want to be that kind of mom. Mom, I want to be like you. Moms, you have off the chart influence. Your model speaks. Lord, we're grateful for these moms because we get impatient, we get demanding, we get distant, we get detached, we get cranky, we get honorary, you know, and we just want something for ourselves. Well, what's God really like? Well, a good mom tries to be like God. God is caring. He's close. He's consistent. He's competent. He's faithful. He's loving. He's forgiving. He's just. He's gracious. The fourth, moms need wisdom. My passage that I love to quote is over in the book of James. And when you look at this assignment we all needed, and I, I prayed basically this prayer every day. If any man lacks wisdom, he should ask God who does what? Who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. And that's what I pray for you moms. God, give them wisdom. Wisdom to know when to discipline. Wisdom to know when to encourage. Wisdom to know when to hold. Wisdom to know when to be firm. Wisdom to know when to do whatever. And I pray that as a pastor. I I can't do this on my own. I don't know how to shepherd people. I can't even hardly, I mean, I can't even hardly keep up my own keys. You know what I'm saying? Some of like, oh, that's the problem right here. I've got a little dish. I mean, I've learned ways to keep up with stuff. I have ways I keep up with you. I pray for you all the time. Hope you pray for me. But Lord, give our moms wisdom. Lord, you know, we ask our mom, we want our mom to be a resident psychologist, a physician, a theologian, an educator, a nurse, a fire chief, an occasional police officer, an athlete i mean we want our mom to do everything we think our mom ought to be an expert at everything and i kind of think about that in my own job everybody thinks i ought to be an expert and i'm not an expert i'm just a fellow fellow struggler in jesus christ that's had a little special training and a call in his life to lead you in this capacity just like areas that you serve and you lead others in your capacity but moms we expect moms to know everything how many of you think your mom knows everything a lot of us do man our moms are smart how'd they come that way had to be from him Lord, give my mom wisdom. And, you're, and I know when, when we're teenagers, sometimes we're smart. Elk, we go, ah, my mom, she's so dumb. My mom, ah, she wouldn't know this. Hey, okay, let's just think about this one. In this computer age we live in, used to things change so slowly, even in my life, and now things change in 30 minutes. You know, my smartphone and my iPad and my Mac and I got all this stuff. And I tell you, this is what irritates me. You need to pray for me. It brings stress. And you that are so intuitive and you understand the computers and you just flow. I love you in Jesus. I don't understand you. And all these apps and everything changes. Oh, you need to update your app. You need to update it. It just changed. It just changed. You need to update. Dead gummit, I just figured out the last one. You know what I'm saying? How many of you, how many I got a witness in here? And all the ones that are under thirty, going, oh, we'll pray for y'all. Y'all pray for us hard. Man, it's just changing so fast, man. I'm 54, and I still got my faculty. I think. I can only imagine if I make it to 84, I'm going, oh man, help! And my kids, I go, hey kids, help mom, help dad. You know, some of y'all are just laughing. Some of you are lying. Okay, all right, the moms need rest. Man, there it is, the fifth one. Moms need rest. Hey, today. Give, up, give mom an opportunity to rest and to be appreciative of her. Mom, put your feet up. Mom, I'm going to serve you a meal. Mom, I'm going to take care of you today. Mom, I'm going to do this. Mom, I'm going to try to make it more than just one day a year. Mom, you're on overload. Mom, things are tough, tough, tough. Mom, I want to care because you cared about this boy. You cared about this generation. That's the job of mother, and it's never done. Until you draw your last breath, they'll always be your mama. Amen. Till you, they draw their last breath. And they'll still be your mom after that. You'll just have memories of them. So get some good memories. and Fill your soul. See, I didn't know. I was going to lose my mom when I was so young. And yet, I have great memories. They're just short. Oh, I wish she was here today. I give everything me and Donna got just to... Kiss my mama and hug my mama. You know what I'm saying? I was a nine-year-old boy, and you're saying, man, I had my mom when I was 20. I had my mom when I was 30. I got my mom. I'm 65. I'm going, you're an old geezer or whatever. No, no, you're not old. You're just blessed. Your mama. can't believe I cried. I don't care. I'm a man. Hey, this man wears pink, so he'll certainly cry in front of people. Okay, here we go. Another story for another day. All right, here we go. All right. Whoo can't even see right now are y'all still here okay next point love mom honorably love your mom with honor today love her every day with honor so the the point is it'll come up here's what moms need they need these five things look at it with me moms need hey let's say it together moms need moms need moms need with me moms need and moms need don't they though moms need these five here's what i want you to do today i want you to circle two today or tonight and try to really zero in and laser focus on two of the five and begin to practice that in the life of your mom it could make a huge difference the last part i want to share with you i think it's kind of interesting is turn over to proverbs chapter 31 i told you we'd go there again proverbs 31 let's call this you know the great exercise program p90 x you get ripped abs and you look like this i ain't gonna do it i don't look like that okay Anyway, p90 we're calling this the p31 woman right at above there p31 read proverbs 31 guys women read proverbs 31 and here's the thing people read proverbs 31 and they go ah this woman's perfect ah who could be like this woman except the grace of god you're smarter than i think but you know what i think in study scholars because they don't always attribute every proverbs to solomon like we think but they really believe that solomon penned proverbs 31 through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. But also, Solomon had a mama. Do you know who Solomon's mama was? You can say it in church. Bathsheba! Woo! She had a past, folks. She messed around with King David. She ain't like on the top mama list, you know what I'm saying? But that was Solomon's mama. And this is the boy that pens these words. The Bible says he's the wisest man that ever lived. And you go, wow. So this woman, Bathsheba, she definitely struggled. But what does Proverbs teach us? Just quickly, Pro- Proverbs teaches that this woman is trustworthy. She builds others up. She's a hard worker. She maintains right priorities. She's kind. She's compassionate. She's self-giving. She nurtures. She gives tremendous influence. She has a positive attitude. She smiles at the future. Verse 25, she looks at the future and she smiles in it. That's a godly mom. They can look at the future. She exhibits godly character. She shares God's wisdom and ways with others. She values God's design. She is woman and she is proud of it. And the church said, amen. And then it goes on and says, but this woman, oh, this woman, she surpasses them all. She's a great woman. She follows hard after god that's what i've really come to say today is moms follow hard after jesus dads men boys girls follow after jesus so here it is the starting point come to jesus that's where it starts come to jesus jesus will change you jesus will give you a hope jesus will give you a future that you can smile at jesus will show you how to love your mama see I love mom with a fleshly love in the nine years I had her. I love my stepmom with a fleshly love until I met Jesus Christ. And God gave me a supernatural love. And it falls short because of me, not because of him. He's not deficient. He's sufficient. He is a sufficient one. He brings rest. So what do we need today? Need another class? Need another Bible study? No, we need his presence. And that's all I pray. God, fill this place with your presence. Fill these people with your presence. Father, fill these people with your love. Lord, we love you. And here's the last thing I'll put across the bottom. Jim Burns, I met this guy, PhD guy, has a radio program. Don and I met him years ago when we were in youth ministry. Tremendous man of God. And uh, he has this little acronym called Make Your Home More All, Feel A-W-E. And here's what it stands for. Affection, warmth, encouragement. That's what God wants us to have, more affection, more warmth in our home. And definitely more encouragement, where encouragement means we we put the heart back into other people. You know, that's what moms do. They put heart back into us. They put life. There's heavy affection for our moms. You know, we're we're not complaining. Let's have some no-complaint days. I like what Abe Lincoln said one time. He says, uh, because a lot of times people say, you know, if I look for the bad, I find the bad. But Abe Lincoln was a smart guy. He says, when you look for the bad in people, you shall certainly find it. So we need to look for the good. Look for the good. There is good in humans. There is, because we're made in the image of God. There is some good, even in probably the toughest criminals somewhere. It's just probably a little harder to find. But God wants us to look for the good. And when we find that good, we encourage them in that behavior. Oh man, this is a message. It's for moms, it's for dads, it's for everybody, man. God, just speak to our hearts, move us. Lord, help us to be like you. But God fill us.